welcome to Helping Realtors Grow and Scale Their Business with a Sprinkle of Faith, hosted by me, Vanessa Barnes. Join me each week as I share my stories of success and failures on how I grew my real estate business, selling hundreds of millions of dollars in real estate and closing thousands of homes, all while being a mom and a wife. So whether you are a new or seasoned realtor, there is something for everyone. We will be discussing real estate, life, business, and everything in between. My goal is to provide you with actionable steps, tips, strategies, and inspiration so you can grow and scale your real estate business. Nothing is off limits. Let's get started. Hello, my realtor friends. How are you doing today? I am so excited to be with you sharing my first episode of my podcast, Helping Realtors Grow and Scale Their Business with a Sprinkle of Faith. This has been a long journey for me to get here and to be able to launch this podcast and to be able to, you know, build out content for you. I actually have about a hundred topics already to build out and I am so excited to do so. I've already probably written six or seven or eight. I can't remember the number now, but I am actively writing and creating, which is something I thought I would never, ever do because I was actually told in college that I wouldn't be a writer. And here I am writing. So there you go, professor in college. (laughs) I am writing content and sharing all that's in my heart and in my mind. And I, as I said in the introduction, you know, there was really something here for everyone, whether you're a new experience, new or experienced realtor, whether you've sold absolutely no homes, 50 homes or thousands of homes. My goal of this podcast, my mission is for me to bring value to you each week. So this could be either a simple question that I want you to journal about. It could be an activity, right? I give you, um, in some of the podcasts I've already written, there's lots of action steps that you need to take. It is your job to do them, right? And um, if you want to share any stories, of course, you can always DM me on Instagram, but, um, or it could be a downloadable. I've got a couple downloadables that I'm working on for some of the podcasts. And these are just things that I want to bring to you every week. So you feel like you're spending your time wisely with me. So I am ready to dive into today's episode, which is who is Vanessa? Who am I? And why should you listen to me? (laughs) And I think one of the things that I've realized in this business with 21 years in real estate is it's incredibly important that we develop a no like, and trust factor with our clients. I mean, would you agree with that? And we create a safe space to where they can come and approach us with the most, you know, important financial decision that they'll ever make. And that's kind of why I wanted to start with a Who is Vanessa episode. So you can kind of get a little bit more information about who I am, you know, because social media gives you a 60 second or a story snippet of what I'm doing in my life. But this this to me was kind of the precipice, if you will, like where I wanted to start so I could really share all that's on my heart and all my experiences and knowledge that I've Um, you know, accumulated over the years. And for me, it was really three stories I'm going to start out with today, in particular, that kind of led me to this point. And I'm going to have some vulnerable moments, because the story specifically of my childhood is a story that only a few people know. And 
I just felt it was important because when you have a traumatic event in your childhood, so I don't know if you're listening and what story you have um, that you've experienced, but I carried that with me for decades and I created this thought, these beliefs around what happened in my childhood. And what I realized was, is that I can control the narrative and the story of things that I've carried with me. So I have a choice and you have a choice when something happens in your world on how you want to process, to handle it, to overcome it, to whatever it is, just you have a choice on what you want your future to be, which is why I'm going to share that story. And I'm going to share a story of my breakdown in 2019 my probably one of my lowest points, both professionally and personally. And, and then I'm going to share a little bit of my journey of faith, like really what brought me here and something that I heard from God. And he told me what I was meant for. So let's go ahead and dive in. Before I start with the childhood story, I do want to mention it does contain references to suicide. So if this is something you are sensitive to, or you have little ones in the car, please just know, um, you know, I'm not going to talk in detail about the, the circumstances, but I am going to mention it. So I just want to make sure you're aware of that before I dive in. And I'm, I'm nervous actually to share this story. I don't know why, because I really felt, again, I'm led to this because our stories, we never know when we share them, how they're going to help someone else. So I want to take you back to 1988. And actually, this was March 30th. I had my birthday's March 22nd. So this was just a few days after my birthday. And that day, I was actually part of the Presidential Fitness Awards. And little side note, for those of you that know me, I am an exerciseaholic. That's something I will talk about. I love to exercise. So biking, running, I, you know, hiking when we go into the mountains uh, with the family, roller skating, I found out is something I really enjoy doing. I did that in middle school. So I really like exercising. So it's not surprised that I was invited to be part of the presidential fitness awards and so I was there that day representing my school and I had got home and I just remember being so exhausted and sitting on the couch and there were events that led up to this moment, which I'm not going to discuss here, but I'm sitting there and I remember my mom coming in the door and her telling me that dad had died. And I mean, I don't know exactly how she said it, but that's what I remember in my brain. You know, you're 11 years old. I do remember clearly sitting on the couch and, but dad was not coming home in essence is what I heard. And I started thinking to myself, like, what is happening? I mean, he's here one day, he's not here the next day, you know, over the course of the next couple of days, come to find out he had taken his own life. And as 11 years old, it's very hard to process, you know, you don't understand how, Someone can choose, you know, to do that. And obviously I say choose lightly because you never know what someone is struggling with or what's happening in their body, in their mind, why someone chooses to make that decision. Obviously my father was struggling, um, but as 11, all I saw was he's my dad. Like I'm daddy's little girl and he loves me and he cares for me. And that's all I remember, which is a great memory to have, but 
I guess what I'm saying here is it is, it was very traumatic for me because to add to that, I actually lived with my dad. My parents were divorced and I actually lived with my father. So you think about back in the eighties, living with your dad, that was very rare. So I'm living in my home. Dad's not coming home. You know, now mom's moving in and I had a good relationship with my mom. I re I have lots of fond memories of visiting her on the weekends and, um, but everything was changed and it's taken me decades, three decades to really work through that. So again, I, I know I'm sharing the story for a reason. You're hearing this for a reason. So if this is you, if you have something that you are struggling with, that is traumatic from your childhood, give yourself grace. Three decades. It took me to find the right therapist, right. To overcome these thoughts and beliefs. I call it the record player. You'll hear me refer to it quite a bit, the record player, but this record player of negative thoughts and beliefs and things like that. Like I had so much shame and guilt built up and I carried that into my marriage. I carried that into my relationships with my kids, but I am such a different human being now. Again, I don't forget what happened. I just changed my thoughts and my mindset around what happened. Because I couldn't control the situation. I couldn't I couldn't control my dad's choice. I love my dad. I, I've gone through a process grieving him and being angry towards him and all of the, the things because I had a wonderful therapist to help me do that. Now, I went, I graduated high school. I went to college at the University of Florida. Go Gators. I studied business. I actually got accepted into chiropractic school. I know I studied business. I went to chiropractic school. I know it doesn't make sense there, but um, I was going to be a chiropractor, which I'm so thankful. I went to school in Marietta, Georgia, because that's where I met my amazing husband, Jamie. Again, happy birthday, babe. Today's his 50th birthday as I'm recording this. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. He's 21, by the way, just saying. And um, he was attending chiropractic school. So he, obviously I did not complete chiropractic school. I went one semester and I was like, this is not for me. And, but of course I fell in love with him. And I, so I stayed up there for him. And when he graduated back in late 2001, we moved to Kissimmee and it was very challenging to find a job. Unfortunately, 9-11 had just occurred and people were not hiring. And I was looking for months to find employment. And then he, I remember exactly where I was. And he turned to me and he said, why don't you become a realtor? And I was like, what? Realtor? What? I didn't even know what that was. I'm like, sell houses? Thankfully, seed planted in my mind. End of 2002, I get hired with a real estate company that sold estate homes here in celebration. Best thing I did. I mean, and then I he the the gentleman there encouraged me to get my real estate license. And I got my real estate license in 2002. And here we are, 2023. I've been a realtor all these years and it's been amazing. Well, amazing and challenging. <laughs> so I worked with him for a little bit and then I got a job with a big national builder. And then in 2006, I decided to dip my toe into the general real estate market. Little did I know I was in for the biggest learning curve of my career because we know what happened in 2007. We had the Great Recession. But honestly, looking back, and as we're in the shifting market currently, as of recording of this podcast in 2023, because I hear it from agents and, you know, I see it in my business too. I am so thankful that I went through those growing moments, those learning moments of the recession, because 
a lot of the things I'm going to share on this podcast are because of what I've learned, especially during that time period, because I have never worked so hard in my whole career during that time of the great recession. Think I came from new construction into general real estate, completely different. I mean, there's, you can't really, I mean, yes, similarities because you're selling real estate. That's really the only similarity. Everything else is very different. You've got to lead generate. The people aren't coming to you and walking in the model center. So I really learned those fundamentals, which I'm going to drill into your heads, the fundamentals. If you're not doing the fundamentals and my next episode is actually on that. If you're not doing that every day, you're missing out. Okay. But if I think back to this time, I think I probably spent a hundred plus plus hours to get to the closing table for each client. And the average price in Orlando at the time was only $100,000. We're at 440 now, I think is what the latest average price here in Orlando is. So you think working 100 hours plus plus, $100,000 sales price on a home, you were working incredibly hard, like long, long hours. For those of you that went through this session, do you remember standing at the fax machine faxing to Bank of America, all the banks, Wells Fargo, all those banks, all the pages for the short sale. And you had to number each page, one of 150, two of 150, and then spending hours on the phone with the bank confirming they got each page. If they missed a page, everyone, you had to go and refax every single document. So it would, needless to say, it was challenging. So for those that say this is challenging right now, Yes, it is a different type of challenge, but if you focus on the fundamentals, you can grow a successful business. Okay, everyone okay with that? All right, I'm gonna move on. <laughs> um, again, I just want you to understand because I think people see me or another agent that you know has been in the business a long time and has ridden the different markets and they see one snippet of their life, but they don't see every every experience, everything they've gone through to get to that point. And I, that's why I want to share these stories with you because I want you to know I have been there and it hasn't been easy. Okay. This has not been easy. So I'm going to fast forward again to 2019, because again, I feel like these stories are really critical for you to understand what has led me to this point. 2019 was I'm going to call it, it really was a breakdown. And I remember sitting with my, meeting my coach at that time and just wanting to walk away from my business. I had, up until that point, I had built and rebuilt multiple teams. I had served thousands of clients, you know, selling hundreds of millions of dollars in real estate. I had two beautiful boys. I was a wife. I was a mom. I was a client advocate. I was fallen, you know, you're doing all the things. And again, from that external perspective, some might say, wow, Vanessa's really got it together. She's got a beautiful family, a thriving business, but behind the scenes, that was not the reality for me. I was burnt out, overwhelmed, exhausted. I honestly felt to me, I was working 24, seven, 365. I was taking no time with my family, no date nights with my husband, taking calls on the soccer field, while I'm supposed to be watching my son play play soccer, I couldn't remember the last time I had taken a disconnected vacation without 24 hours away from my phone. I mean, 
I know there are a lot of agents out there and even entrepreneurs in general that probably feel this way. So if you're feeling this way, I want you to nod along right now because I, you are not alone. And that's why I'm on this mission. My stories I was telling myself when I was in this moment was I'm stuck. I'm unworthy. I'm overwhelmed. I'm sad. I have no joy. This is what I'm telling myself. Again, that's why I tell you these other stories because I have these thoughts because of what happened in the past. They do bubble up to the present. That's just the reality of events that we have in our life. And so I was telling myself these things. I could not, I did not know what a solution was because I was so stuck in the moment, that moment of feeling those emotions. Now, looking back, of course, this breaking point, many times you have a breakthrough, which was thankful for me is what happened because I met my coach and I actually remember driving over to Tampa to meet her and she invited me over to lunch and we sat down in a local restaurant there and I spent hours talking about myself. And this is something I struggle with. I, when I, when I meet someone or if I'm having conversations, I quickly try to turn the conversation to them. I have a very hard time. So that's why this is very vulnerable for me to tell my stories because I normally don't like to talk about myself which is why we're, I'm going to touch on different stories, obviously about the podcast, but I'm like, let's just do one episode on who is Vanessa. And then we're going to move on to other things. (laughs) And I told her, I said, I'm done. Like, I want to walk away from the business. I don't know what options I have. I just want to walk away. And thankfully she said to me, you're not going to do that. (laughs) That is not what you're going to do because I can see what is available to you. And she said that God placed her there. God put her in my life and she was meant to help me. And I'm so thankful for that, that she felt called to help me in that moment, which is why I find the people I coach, I feel like I'm meant to be in their life. So I don't know for what period of time, but I mean, one of, one of the girls I'm coaching, I've known her for years and, you know, we still have conversations around these similar things. It took me three years to really unwind a lot of those beliefs. It's not going to happen overnight. I think we want that quick fix in society these days. And that's not what it is. It's going to take some work. And that's exactly what she said. She's like, this is not going to be easy. It is going to be a difficult road because you're going to have to change habits that you've acquired for all these decades. And those those stories, beliefs, and thoughts those stories, beliefs, and thoughts are in the past. Yes, they define, they they don't define, but they are part of who I am, but they're in the past. I could not control the circumstances around my father, right? I could not control my parents getting divorced. I could not control those things, but I let it control me. And because it controlled me, I would tell myself these thoughts, like I'm not worthy of a big business. Or yeah, I am exhausted. I let my control. I let my business control me. I let the time get out of control. But it was my time to take back that control, and I could make decisions about what I wanted and how I wanted to change my thoughts. I wanted joy. I told her. I said, she asked me, "What do I want?" And on at the end of the day, I said, "You know what? I want joy." I want joy back in my life. Yes, I've had 
moments of joy, memories of joy with my kids, getting married, meeting my husband. But I wanted joy when I woke up in the morning every day and just felt it. And I just wanted to feel it in my body all the time. Okay. So I don't know what you're dealing with or where you're struggling, but I want you to know I'm here. You are not alone. There are people in your world. Sometimes we just need to speak up. You know, I think we feel shame. We feel, oh, we don't want to bother people. But if you feel like you're bothering someone, find someone else to talk to because there are people out there that want to listen and want to help. Okay. And hopefully I'm that person. I want to share one more little story on the, on today's episode, because the title of the episode is a sprinkle of faith. And I would be remiss if I didn't share my faith and I'm not going to share my whole journey because boy, it was, it's been a struggle with my faith, but I will tell you 2019 was that breakdown, but it was also one of those breakthroughs for me. And that's when I felt God show up in my life because I was available and open to hear him. And I remember running on the sidewalk because of course, as I mentioned earlier, I love to exercise and I was running and I remember exactly where I was in front of a townhome on my running path and remember stopping. And God said to me, you're meant for more. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and my, and you know, I'm like having this internal dialogue conversation with him. And I didn't know what he meant because honestly, up until that point, I had defined myself as in quotations, just a realtor. I thought that that's what was, I was going to be my entire life, but I was burnt out and exhausted and to hear those words, but I didn't process them until much later because I had to do a lot of work on myself. I had to kind of get my mind right. My thoughts, right. I had to stop that record player, but I really felt like I meant for more. And this is what he's led me to. This is, that was one of those defining pivotal moments for me that I realized that I'm going to take all my knowledge and experience, all my stories, good and bad, my failures, my lessons learned, and to share them with you so I could help you guys. Now, will this turn people off about when I bring up my faith? Perhaps, but. I would not be here without him in my life. It's just amazing to see what he's done. And I'm so excited to see what he's going to do with me and through me on this earth to help people, to serve others. I'm going to leave you with this. I want to leave you with something of value. As I said at the very beginning, I want you to take a moment and think about your story. Think of an experience, a decision that made an impact on you, something maybe that was expected or unexpected or something you can control or not control. Maybe it's something from your past. Maybe it's something you're dealing with right now, but I want you to take some time and journal and think about that and take that lesson you've learned and go help someone else because you would be surprised how much that helps. Like for me, it fills up my bucket. Make sure you take action on that today. What I want you to understand is you have choices. You can choose to feel overwhelmed or you can choose to feel energized and inspired. You can choose lack or scarcity, or you can choose to come from abundance, to think of abundance. You can feel unworthy or you need to know, or you can know that you are worthy. 
I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I cannot wait to see you next week on the next podcast. And until next time, I want you to remember you are worthy of a purposeful, joyful, and abundant life. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Helping Realtors Grow and Scale Their Business with a Sprinkle of Faith. You can find any resources referenced in the show notes. Want to learn more about me and my work? You can follow me on Instagram at Vanessa Franz Barnett. But if you are ready now to unlock and unleash your full potential, click on the link in the show notes to join my one-on-one coaching program. See you next week.